0: and we are back hello everyone halo review from Apocalypse movies episode number four titled homecoming very proper title and we'll get into all that and Happy we are back here. hello everyone Dio Ramos, and halo i review. am joined by mr sean wingblade from flick and reel sean what's up how you doing
1: what's happening how are we doing today
0: Oh man, it's uh, I'm I'm good. So you guys know um, we usually do this on Thursdays. If you're watching every Thursday, however, t- this week it's Friday, and that's because I just moved yesterday, and um, it's been a very very busy 48 hours for myself. And so Wing Blake was kind enough to be flexible, and <laughs> here we are on Friday, ready to talk hey. Halo. So another it worked out it day worked out we had- for all of you out there to let this episode digest, maybe watch it a second time. But uh Sean, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good, doing good. Yeah. I mean it worked out because uh Dumbledore came out yesterday. I know a lot of people probably went out and saw the new Fantastic Beast movie, So uh yeah. I was able to take the kids out to do that. Uh, then i not have to worry about rushing home to get get a review done. But uh we're here now, we're ready to go. And I just rewatched just finished rewatching the episode again just to to get a fresh fresh take on it
0: yeah i just watched the episode about a half hour ago that's usually Mm -hmm. what i do you know i uh even whether it's the mcu or dc whatever i try to watch it as close as i can to Mm -hmm. our recap shows and sometimes it backfires like (laughs) (laughs) literally as the intro is playing uh, I'll finally get to the credits and boom episode over it's like Mm -hmm. wow very fresh in my mind but I'll go ahead and start this one off. I I like where the storylines are going. It's two main storylines. Spoilers ahead, if you haven't seen. We're talking episode four of Halo. Um, Two main storylines. You have the magical storyline with Quan Ha, and she's trying to avenge her father and I guess sort of lead the rebellion. And then you have Master Chief, Mm -hmm. and his um i guess there's three there's master chief and him going home to where he grew up and just trying to to discover his past or rediscover his past i guess i should say and then you have the spartans who are also on their own little journey um trying to uncover more of this covenant and they have help with the uh the scientists, I forget her name. Do you know her name? The scientist character? Um, uh, was it just Miranda? I, I think you're right. Is Miranda. Yeah. Okay. And um, so three storylines going on. And I I like the trajectory of where these stories are going. Mm-hmm. However, it's a little bit of a mixed bag for me because, you know, I think. Well, you weren't on last week, uh, but Jake was on and we were talking about. I was listening the lack of firefights and action that you would come to expect from a video game adaptation, especially like halo one, like halo. But, yeah. you know, in this episode, we don't get really that much. I mean, we do see Soren kicking some ass, uh, which is always low. cool to see. Very um, but other th- other than that, this was a very drama heavy episode. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about this episode? Do you share the same vibe or is it a little bit different for you?
1: It was another very drama filled episode. I think mm-hmm. that's that seems to be the angle we're going with this show. And so for the uh, you know, the shoot 'em up action genre video game franchise that we've all been waiting to see, yeah, is actually a character deconstruction of Master Chief and what it's meant to be a an indestructible ultimate soldier uh you know for all these years so it's interesting it's something to get used to and i was on board for sure with them doing it for like an episode or two and really like given his his backstory but i do feel like it's starting to drag a bit because and not to say i don't like what they're showing that's it's all great i'm actually way on board with the sure. story itself but i need a little more action I need just a little more of excitement um, and kind of the, the, the fighting between Soren and the guards. Um, and there's a little bit of like the rebellion, shoot them, you know, and they, they, they just basically run away and stuff like that. Like right. that was fine. But we want to see, you know, the master chief suiting up and kicking ass. Like that's, that's what the show That's what people are tuning in for. Right. And it's not going to lose me. I'm still going to be here for the whole thing, but I feel like it's going to lose a lot of people who want to see all these cool aliens and weapons and tech live on screen and see where that leads them type of thing. Uh, and they're not doing that yet. And so I think, I think it's going to be tough to keep the general, Oh, I played I played multiplayer once or twice, like right. that type of audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like those people are going to be waning. Um,
0: yeah. You know, these' dropping mean, out. I'm sorry.
1: And just possibly dropping
0: out. Oh yeah, no, totally. And I mean, I, I can't blame them you know I, mean, yeah. I know we do a recap show and so and i know you do one on flick and reel as well with uh jesse so we're, yeah, we're kind of you know, tonight tonight 9 p.m there's a plug 9 p.m hey, plug, plug, that's pacific time right pacific time yeah <laughs> there we about, go about about yeah. two and a half hours gotta look out for our eastern uh viewers here um <laughs> yeah and as you were saying, like, you know, I I can't blame them if, if they're starting to lose interest. You know, there's definitely moments that, of fan service like John Boo's here. Thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. He talked about the needle, yes. One of the <laughs> most deadly weapons in the video game, especially when you could dual wield them. Remember that? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. that was just unstoppable, you know. Um, But then you think back to the first episode and how action packed that was like. Right. Hell, at this point, I'll take a firefight with the rebellions and what's left <laughs> of them. You know, give me something. Um, yeah. But that's not to say that it's all bad. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we'll take turns going, uh, um, you know, highlights and what we want to talk about. But sure. for me, I found the Spartans to be, you know, whether it was att- intentional or not, kind of funny. Yeah. Just how they talk and how they operate. and I felt like they were kind of messing around with that scientist a little bit. You know, the story about Mm -hmm. the animals and how they all had pets. And, um, you know, the scientist is like, oh, that's cool. And then you find out what the pets were for. And it's just, I'm like, wow. Yeah. These are, these Spartans got it rough. You know, I mean, Mm you saw a little bit of the flashback of uh, Soren, John, Kai. And then the other Spartans as well. I can't remember their mm-hmm. names. Um, but anytime they're on screen, I just. I don't know. I guess my, my pupils ex- expand, you know, because that's what I want to see. I want to see more of the Spartans. I want to see them in combat. I just give me one. Give me one more firefight with the Spartans mm-hmm. led by Master Chief. But I don't know if we're going to get that. So um go ahead your turn what do, what do you want to I, talk about this episode? they
1: have they have to get we have to get that eventually at least a bit to. of that <laughs> we can't not otherwise i mean they've already been renewed for season two uh if i'm remembering reading that article correctly mm-hmm. so they're not going to be in for a rude awakening when by the time the the finale rolls around and they have you know half to less of their initial viewership sure. and like oh maybe maybe season two is not a great idea um, I did, I, I agree, I liked what uh, Kai did, how she saw John last week uh, removing his, uh, the pill thing pill? Pebble? What was it called? Uh, it's pill? like a it's device
0: that blocks yeah. your emotional yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. and so she's like, hey, I want to try that too, which is a little interesting because there's nothing really guiding her to do that other than, because there was something guiding John to do that, right? It was Soren planting that seed in his head it was him uh, touching the keystone and getting these visions. But I wonder why she did it. And, I'm, and that could just be, you know, plot device like, hey, I saw him do it, so I'm going to do it too, type of thing. But we, there was nothing that was like a reason for her to do it, type of thing. Um, and then the way she was interacting, she wasn't as um, wondrous as John. She was a little more like she, she like was she having wasn't all there. She was having too much fun with the new experiences and almost like it's going to overwhelm her. And I'm wondering if if, if we're going to see her as maybe not like a villain, but like a hurdle where, okay, we need to help her. We need or we need to stop her from doing something wrong because she's she reminds me of like, um, have you ever seen the uh, the Star Trek movie uh, where data gets an emotion chip in his head? I think it was Star Trek Generations.
0: I haven't and, seen that one. Okay, so he similar. basically,
1: like, he he's a robot, right? And which is similar to what the Spartans are. And they install an emotion chip in him. So now he has all these new emotions flooding him for the very first time where he, actually, he can actually feel pain and suffering and empathy and laughter and, cetera, you know. Right. And it's too much. And he basically just shuts down before he causes harm to other people. So they might be doing something similar to that. With her, just the way she was acting the scenes out, mm-hmm. it almost seems like, she was constantly on the edge. Like, like there was a lot of tension in that scenes with her and the, and the doctor, you know what I mean? Like it was like, Oh, if, if she says something wrong, she's going to take it the wrong way and just snap on her, like that type of thing. So there was a lot of it definitely gave that. It was, vibe. it was building tension for me. Yeah. And I, mean, I like it. it. I like it. It'll, it'll be an interesting wrinkle to throw into the Spartans and give them something to do while John's off to go doing
0: something. Yeah. Cause else. they kind of just been on standby, right? Like, what do we do? Yeah. We're just going to, Hang out at the barracks and yeah. clean our rifle.
1: We thought we were going to get a little bit of action when you know Halsey in the first episode was like, "Hey, you protect your guy. You protect John when he lands." Uh, and then they march on out, and then they didn't do anything because he ended up taking off because he touched the thing, you know. So there was no action for them to do other than that, that initial opening scene in the first episode. So we we yeah they've just been sitting on standby. Exactly what you just said.
0: Yeah. It gave the impression that they were getting ready to, if the Marines were going to get violent, they, the Spartans were going to get violent on the Marines. Yeah. And oh, yeah. you know, who knows what that would have, I would have liked to have seen that now that you know, I think <laughs> about it. um, But to your point, when uh, Kai starts taking blood and dying her hair. Yeah. I'm just like, that wasn't, oh, it
1: wasn't blood. I thought the same thing. So, uh, blood. I, I had to rewind it when I first watched it. Cause I was like, what did I just see? I thought yeah. she had cut herself or something happened. She had a little bottle, almost like a, like what you'll see in like a salon. Uh, when, when girls, when, when are dying their hair and stuff like that. And so she takes, she picks it up and she like squirts it out on a rag. And then she sets it back down next to her. I thought the same thing. I thought maybe she cut herself or something was happening. Yeah. Or I thought to be honest, like, my mind went to the first place that went was, uh, I thought maybe she took the thing out and now all of a sudden she's, getting her normal woman you know stuff going on and i thought she was like wondering what is this red stuff coming out of her type of thing Mm -hmm. they they didn't go that way and then it it really freaked me out when she started touching her hair with it but (laughs) obviously that's why i rewound it it. i'm like hold on what did i just see it wasn't it wasn't blood it was definitely some some sort of dye maybe like a suit dye or something like that wow
0: yeah okay wow that 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 (laughs) changes it a little bit because i'm like you know throughout this episode, I'm like, she she's gonna go off the rails, it's it's gonna happen, yeah. like it's too overwhelming for her. And right. uh they made it very clear in this episode that these Spartans might be Spartans, but they're not as special as the Master Chief, and they even acknowledge that you know, they're yeah. like, We're trying to <coughs> excuse me. Um, the doctor's like, I wanna know what makes John special, and then mm-hmm. one of the Spartans is like. He's the Master Chief. And the master like, chief. boom. There you go. Mic drop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um right. side note the sound design for this episode was perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Every time a Spartan took a step, mm-hmm. you felt the weight of that suit. Go, go. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Yeah. And I'll say it again. We've talked about it for four episodes now. The suits look amazing. They mm-hmm. do. I just—they're uh, so realistic. I—I got to see some behind the scenes of the making of the suit. How much of that is, you know, visual effects? Because, like, let's let's be honest, it's not all practical. Yeah, know, even though it might look that way. Case in point, I, I don't, Deadpool. Uh, but, and um, I don't think.
1: I don't think Tony what, Stark. I don't think uh, Robert and Jr. wore the actual Iron Man suit past like Iron Man Two. Like it was all CG in every movie past that. So they yeah. they could be doing something similar if they have the budget for
0: it to just be putting you know, dots all over them, and or maybe the they on. put so much of the budget into the suits and they're like, damn, we can't we have money for the fights. <laughs> damn it.
1: <laughs> we, we ran we ran out of the budget for bullets like like in Deadpool exactly what you said.
0: There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we got a Halo moment when yeah. one of the characters I forget who literally says Halo. It was Kyle. It, it wasn't was. It?
1: It was Kai, yeah. When they were going over the the new the sounds, they were, they were going through the linguistics and stuff. And, and I uh, hate that. I, go I felt like Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like,
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, I hate that every time something like that happens, I either think of Leo DiCaprio mm-hmm. or Peter Griffin sitting <laughs> in the theater, like, haha, You know, this is where our minds go. Okay, we're, right. we're geeks and we love it. Um, now Kwanha the daughter of the late general of the rebellion. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate what she's doing, but there were times where I'm just like, oh my God, like rolling my eyes. And I'm like, is this, is this Spielberg right here? Is is because you know it feels like her arc is something that I would find in a Spielberg, you know, where it's like sure. a child and all the emotion and overcoming that and becoming a hero and being brave. I'm like, oh, yeah. God. and you know what? Like, there were times when I'm I'm like, I swear to God, Soren better not die because of this child. Like, I I that's that's how. Much I started to get irritated and a little bit worried about you know where it was going, but no, everywhere she goes on Madrigal, there's destruction obviously because she's what she's wanted for like a, a hefty, hefty sum of money. Um, right. and Which we can't she, read, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I went
1: back and I looked at it. I'm like, oh, there's not even a number there, it's just symbols.
0: Yeah, I, I, I thought I saw a million, but it was like some weird yeah language yeah. stuff but um she tries to do the rebellion and gather what she can she finds out nope all your dad's generals are dead and then there's this truth to uncover that maybe the whole reason behind the revolution is not what she thought at least that's what her aunt was mm-hmm. you know leading to before she too got killed and um how do you feel about all that? I'm I'm just like I I don't know. I, I mean anytime that storyline goes on, I it, it it feels a little long for me. That's when a series starts feeling yeah. a little bit long, but do you feel differently? I so I and I had talked about this
1: in previous episodes too, where I that's where I thought her story was gonna go, and I was definitely correct um, yeah. in my assumption up until this point because of what her aunt said and i honestly like this episode and the the way it unfolded and how we totally see how absolutely overwhelmed she is and she's so far out of her depth and she's unprepared for actually picking up the mantle from her father and going after the rebellion because of how she acted when this happened or that happened and she's just like Oh yeah, my father's dead, but I'm just gonna let's just keep it moving. And it's like, no, you like there's real world consequences. You you dipped out on the planet, uh, you know, not on purpose, like it's not her fault, but like she right. she dipped out and they had to go pick up their dead bodies and everyone's dead, and they were executed, they were made an example of like people are terrified and scared, and she just like comes trips, like, all right, let's let's start, let's get it, get rolling again. It's like, no, right. dude, we're done with that. And so you can tell how out of her depth she is, and I was like, all right, well, I kind of like don't care anymore. Then I don't want this rebellion. Like, I don't want to see just right. how she was acting when she was doing it. But then when her aunt goes and tells her, like, oh, your you know, your father went to the desert and came back a changed person. He was different after that. Um, you know, he saw the light or he had a new mission in life or something. So that that kind of speaks to me like it's gonna be something more supernatural, you know, mm-hmm. like he's he found a hidden power or something like that. And so now I feel like that's going to be her mission. She's going to go try to go on the same spiritual journey that he went on and we'll see what comes of it. But um, I think we're done in the city, at least that she was in the main city on Madrigal. And they're, they're going to, they're going to just venture out and we're going to get we're going to get desert power. They're going to do a crossover
0: with Dune and we're Mm going to make it happen. You'll see a huge yeah. giant sandworm come out. Huge, and, huge butthole yeah. sandworms. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if what's to be discovered will play into the first episode. Obviously, mm-hmm. the covenants show up, and we know there was a uh, an artifact, or they call it a relic, whatever they want to call it. Um, yeah. But I wonder if there was something else as well, like you know that specific area the covenant attacked Mm -hmm. the father's there. Why not attack the city? I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Um, right. So where do we go from here? Uh, master chief, John, he has Mm -hmm. discovered another artifact. The halo rings are coming into play now. Mm. So it's going a little bit more toward the lore. at, At least, uh, from, like the the MacGuffin of it all, you know, with the mm. Halo rings. But what do you anticipate for the next episode?
1: Well, so we see him find his childhood home, right? Yeah, and he's these memories are coming back with the help of uh, of Cortana, you know, kind of like helping him visualize it when it's help. And so <laughs> I immediately thought when that scene was playing out on the ship, and they arrive at Iridian, um, Ar- I think is the name of the planet. Mm -hmm. and he goes all right let's go and you see the helmet and he puts on the helmet and i'm like all right we're hopping into it and not 30 seconds later he's like all right helmet off we're off off the the helmet (laughs) take off the helmet we're back with the helmet off and i'm just Mm like i was immediately thinking of like haters like oh they're just gonna have a field day with this like he never keeps his helmet on he never does anything um and that's kind of where we're going with this but oh you know we're exploring his backstory so um you know he's like oh you know i that my stuff was over there it was over here oh that table was here and so he's you know reliving this and we come to find out in the whole time too if you're paying attention especially on the rewatch if you're paying attention to halsey and her mannerisms and her dialogue and where mm-hmm. what she's doing she keeps giving him this false positive reinforcement because she's trying to basically just keep him happy and tell him what he wants to know. And because she's at the beginning of the episode... That. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Um, the beginning of the episode, we we skipped over, but um, it's, a, it's a flashback to when he's a kid, right? Like immediately after he got taken from his home and he's still young, he's like 10, 12 years old. And she's basically like, oh, you're the best. I think you're going to be their leader one day. So I need you to try real hard. And I'm thinking, I'm like, how many... Of the other Spartans. Did she say that exact same line too? Mm -hmm. Or is it just him? But still, she's basically just trying to butter him up. And make him happy. And she was doing that through this whole episode. Basically. And then basically trying to cover her tracks. And like if you're. you, You find this out as you're a parent. At least I did. But you see it in life too. When someone does something wrong. If they can try to. Head off some you finding out about it before you do they can try to swing their story as the narrative not what actually happened so she knows he's he's going and getting these memories back she knows he's going to remember stuff and she's just like hey um just remember like if you remember stuff sometimes your memory can play tricks on you just fyi like before we go in there sometimes you'll remember things wrong Because two scenes later, we see him remember them playing this coin flip game where he's, you know, nailing all the coin flips. He's Every time, yeah. Yeah, he knows what the coin is. And it's her in his living room. And this whole time she's been acting like she has no idea where they are and what planet is this and et cetera. Like she's never been there before. And so that pissed him off, you know. But But she was trying to set that up. She was trying to set the road for that this whole time. Like, hey, you know, you might see things that aren't real. Because she knew. She knew what was about to happen as he's gaining all these memories back. She's about to be in trouble. She's gonna get find out, mm-hmm. and I think she did. So we'll see <laughs> if he turns on her or if he continues to believe her or or forgive her. You know, that and that,
0: yeah, and I think that's where the next episode goes into mm-hmm. it, where Halsey, because the way it ended, you're just like getting this. Um, revelation through the doctor about Halsey and how she views Spartans, how she views humans mm-hmm. and, you know, just how flawed they are and how she looks at everything through like a, a data lens. Yeah. And, um, you know, just I, I think it's going to backfire heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll put Cortana into a bit of a you know, situation where she's conflicted. You know, like you know, she'll see the Master Chief and what he's going through, and what Halsey is trying to do, and makes you wonder. You know, will Cortana too also turn on Halsey? And you know, what what about the Spartans? Mm-hmm. Are they going to follow their leader? One of them is kind of. I guess free in the sense of yeah, they're experiencing human emotions and experiences that they've yet to experience, like Master Chief in the previous episode, whatnot. So it could get very ugly for Halsey. I tell you, like I was, I was kind of hoping, I wasn't kind of, I was hoping that the Covenant would show up there, you know, because that's where the artifact is. Mm. Um, but no Covenant. Yeah, we saw zero Covenant in this episode. We saw a corpse. That's it. On the true, yeah, yeah, on, on the, the operating table, table. but yeah, yeah. The corner that's table, it. Yeah. Nothing of uh, God, w- what's her name? The the human covenant, uh, the chosen one,
1: uh, Maki,
0: Maki, yeah, mm-hmm. nothing with her. She's still no. afloat on space, just yeah, whatever on that UNSC
1: on, ship on the freighter. Yeah. yeah, I I wonder if uh Kai might help try to help the other Spartans awaken as well and remove their little pills. I wonder if she might try to set them free in a sense. And that can cause all kinds of trouble. If like I'm thinking, if they're not going to adapt well, if they're going to kind of go crazy because of the overstimulation type of stuff. I wonder right. if that might be a story beat or, or if she'll just be an outlier. Like She's like, I'm done taking orders. Like, oh, yeah. you know, we thought you were so we thought you were the, you know, we thought we needed to do everything that Master Chief told us to do. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Or 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 Halsey or, or whatever the case is. You and I don't think that.
0: it would be I I don't think the the reason for that happening would be because she despises the Master Chief at all it would be mm-hmm. more about Halsey and just how much, you know, of her life up to this point has been manipulated. Mm. And so it could get very ugly for the UNSC. I just mm-hmm. I hope in the next episode we see more of the Covenant and the story goes a little bit faster. You know, mm-hmm. I know it's nine episodes, yeah. but, you know, I like to see the pace picked up a little bit. I like to see some fire. We'd both like to see some fire. Yeah. <laughs> Anything, please.
1: Um, did did, uh, did you and Jake talk about last week that we kind of find out that uh, that Miranda Keyes, the other doctor, is Halsey's daughter. They just they subtly drop it. When 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 Halsey's talking to her clone before she sticks a freaking needle in her, oh eye, yeah, um, she's just like, oh, we had our daughter Miranda. Do you still speak with like she said like she's or something like that? She's like, do you still speak with her or something? There was something to that effect. I can't remember the exact quote, uh, but they just move right past it. She's like, no, she's like so blank, like a robot, and they just yeah. move right past it. And then they no, talk no, no, she no, brings. Yeah, we-
0: we didn't touch on that now.
1: Yeah, and then Miranda brings it up in this episode. She's like, Yeah, my mother never she always she you guys were always her favorites, and I never really got to interact with you guys because I thought you guys were so you guys were all having fun or whatever. And then they go into the whole thing about the animals that they had to kill. Kingsman style. Um <laughs> but I just thought it was interesting that you know, Dr. Keys is so normal for lack of a better word. Whereas, you know, Halsey is just like like staunch, like I'm just in my work and I'm a robot as well, so I've made more robots.
0: It further, you know, um, exemplifies Halsey mm-hmm. and yeah. you know what she is, you know, and I mean, like, like we've been saying this whole time, you know, it's it's it, it could end very, very bad for her, yeah. and um, you know, we'll wait and see what happens, but. That's going to do it for episode four of Halo. Sean, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure talking with you about this. Go ahead and plug Flick and Reel. You said you had something happening in a couple hours.
1: Right over here. Our normal Friday show will go uh, 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, And we do our uh, Moon Knight reviews. We'll do another Halo review with my uh, my partner Jesse and uh, Allison and whomever else is on the show that night. And then we just do a normal hangout show, and the show, the total show goes, I don't know, two hours or so, just as long as we're we're just hanging out, shooting the shit, it's just a just a chill, relaxing show. So come join us, flicking Real on YouTube. Uh, and if you're watching this after the fact, please check out our, uh, you know, the the rest of the VODs on there. We got all kinds of good stuff, reviews of everything. I do a uh, video game play alongs, I'm playing Horizon Zero uh, Forbidden West right now, which is really fun. So I'm just putting nice. those up in like episo- episodic, and uh, it's a good time. Come come hang out.
0: Yeah, I uh, I think I'm going to be on that Flick and Real channel fairly soon uh, yeah. for an event that they will announce sometime. Oh soon. yeah, I don't know. We're going
1: to do I'll say it. We're going to
0: okay. do a birthday stream
1: uh, if if that's what you're talking about. And so mm-hmm. we're just going to do a hangout, big show. We got all kinds of things. Uh, Jesse's mainly planning it because it's his birthday, so he's doing all the work. <laughs> but uh, he'll we'll announce that soon and we'll put out a a thumbnail of some kind of with the date and time and whatnot
0: can't wait for that and of course you guys can find me on this channel Apocalypse movies Tuesday our Apocalypse now movie hangout show we do Marvel rewind on Wednesdays Halo reviews on Thursdays this week was an anomaly again I'm moving okay well I've already moved but now I'm just cleaning up and getting things organized so expect a different background next week and Party uh, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for joining us and watching, whether you're watching live John Booze, or on the playback. We appreciate it so much. Until then, you guys take care.